Travelwise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Hello, I'm Phil Blizzard in Dubai with this edition of Travel Wise Podcast, news, views and interviews. And today, a lot of aviation news from a global perspective as one airline starts using its A380 double-decker on a greater number of destinations and schedules. Another airline is sending them off to the desert. We'll find out why. How about flying from London to New York in just 50 minutes? Hmm, who's making plans for that? We'll find out as well. And at a slower pace, Dubai seaplanes take to the air. And we'll talk more about that with the CEO of uh, Seawing, Stuart Wheeler, in our interview section. In fact, we've got a double interview section because we're also catching up with our man on the ground in Istanbul to look at, well, a hotel palace and the city itself. Travel-wise news. Aviation News and Emirates Airline are using the double-decker A380 on routes into uh, London to a day into London Heathrow from Dubai. They've added Amsterdam and also Paris has been running for a while. And they've also added Cairo to the number of destinations on which they are flying the A380. Qantas are sending their A380s off to the desert in California. Why? Well, they want to put them in storage for around about three years until they see passenger traffic uh, having greater demand. So this is the best solution for Qantas, the Australian airline, to store their A380 double-deckers in the desert of California. Travel-wise news. Well, how about flying from London to New York in just 50 minutes? Well, that's going to be pretty fast, isn't it? Travelling at the speed of sound, three times the speed of sound. That's the plan of... uh, Richard Branson and his Virgin uh, Group, who are bringing on board Rolls-Royce to power these uh, super, supersonic aircraft. And uh, going back in time, it was Rolls-Royce which powered Concorde, the iconic supersonic aircraft Concorde. So there we go. And at a much slower pace, the seaplanes in Dubai, one of the premier tourist attractions for seeing the city and uh, the UAE from a different perspective, sea wings are taking to the skies. We find out next with their CEO, Stuart Wheeler. Travelwise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Now, chance to catch up with Stuart Wheeler, CEO of Sea Wings. And Stuart, great for you to be on the programme. You must be delighted that you are now up in the air flying your seaplanes. We're absolutely delighted. Uh, all the team has been waiting for this, uh, for this day. And uh, we started flying yesterday. We flew two flights yesterday afternoon, and this afternoon we should be also be flying two flights. So absolutely delighted. It is with some uh, mixed feelings because it's a time of uh, difficulty for many, many people. But uh, we hope to bring some some joy and uh, some excitement into uh, uh, some people's lives. I'm looking forward to seeing the aircraft across the skies of the UAE. So at the moment, tell us about the service you're operating, which is out of uh, Jebel Ali, isn't it? I also wait for the sound of the, the engines of the seaplane over my house. So it's, um, many people say, you know, we miss it. We miss it. Sure. Um, yes, that, we're flying out of Jabal Ali, which has been our base for the last 14 years. It's a, a beautiful environment, park-like environment, marina. Um, and uh, we've, we've got some really uh, special uh, fares um, from, Je- from Jabal Ali. Okay. We have the uh, snapshot fare, which is eight ninety five. Um, and a person, but we also have a, a charter, uh, which is uh, a private charter okay. for the whole plane, yeah. 3,500. That means you can take up to six people in the airplane at a moment. Um, but it's a great opportunity for families and, and groups to get together and uh, really make um, 
uh, some excitement of a day. That's that's um, an interesting idea, having uh, the charter of the aircraft, the whole family together, because I, I know yeah. when it comes to hotel stays, those self-contained villas in hotels have been incredibly popular across the UAE because it means the families can be contained together in one in one unit. So that's a nice idea. Absolutely, yes. It's, uh, so we priced it in an attractive, uh, at an attractive level to encourage families to do that. And I have to say that uh, the flights we've done, uh, a couple of the flights we've done so far also have been on this basis, private. Right. Now, I've had the experience of flying with Sea uh, Wings on numerous occasions, different flights. And that's, I mean, for listeners who are not familiar with a seaplane, taking off on the water is fabulous. And then coming into, you know, you do a wonderful tour of the locality where you are flying from and to fly back onto the water, be it Jebel Ali or Dubai Creek or even Emirates Palace on one occasion is an exciting experience. So for those who are not familiar with your aircraft, could give us a quick overview. Well, it's um, a high wing airplane. Um, it's, uh, got very large windows. Each seat has a window seat. Yeah. So, uh, you're not ever looking over anyone's shoulder. It's quiet because the engine is in front of the pilot. Uh, one person can sit beside the pilot and the others, uh, behind, behind the pilot. So it's a lovely cabin, leather, leather seat. Yeah, sure. But as you say, uh, the taking off and landing in the water is probably the highlight. Uh, it's so different. And of course, every day the weather conditions are very different. Mm. So you see, you know, you have, uh, sometimes a, a flat sea, sometimes a few waves, but our pilots are extremely, uh, experienced and, uh, flying many thousands of hours on water. And, and, and then, of course, yeah, sorry, Karen. the view over yes. Dubai is ever changing and, um, what you don't see driving around, you will see from here. You'll see it all laid out in front of you. You understand the the the, the vision and the plan, um, the palm, the the Burj, the Burj Al Arab, the Burj Al Khalifa. Uh, even uh, you'll see the, uh, the the beach, the Jumeirah beach, the dry dock, the, sure. the creek. Um, everything you'll see laid out, and uh, it's uh, you'll get a really bird's eye view of Dubai. But then coming yeah. coming into land at the end is is just a wonderful experience. A very different perspective of the city or destination flying over. And just going back on the aspect of the pilot, one of the very rare occasions in an aircraft these days where you can see the pilot at the controls in the cockpit. So that's another fascinating aspect of flying with sea wings. Um, Talking about Jebel Ali being your operational base at the moment for, for passenger flights, but you've got a new terminal, I believe, somewhere in the heart of Dubai. Yes, we're very proud to announce a, a for-purpose seaplane terminal in Mina Rashid, in the, uh, that's in the cruise terminal. Yeah. And uh, it's a state-of-the-art, world-class terminal. Um, it's uh, We've got a, a two-thirds live uh, two-thirds size model of a seaplane hanging from the ceiling. Oh, We've got F&B. All the decor is um, uh, related to seaplanes. Yep. So you have um, a little bit of the wing, a little bit of the structure. We've got uh, four individual briefing rooms so we can run videos and tr uh, tell people what they will see. Um, and then we've got a dock, a four-aircraft dock, um, large dock, with a view across the marina, across to the QE2, across to the cruise liners. Um, 
there's a lot going on. Brilliant. Uh, you'll see there, yeah. That, is, uh, that sounds, yeah, sounds absolutely stunning. I look forward to uh, joining you down there on some occasion and uh, combine that with uh, a tour round, coffee, whatever you say, and then sort of props, uh, pop across to the QE2 to look at their uh, setup and their museum in the, in the lobby there. What a, what a day out that would be for uh, uh, transport uh, buffs and aviation buffs and uh, marine buffs as well. Great stuff. <laughs> so good news. You're flying from Jebel Ali. Schedule, well, you know, sort of your, your planned trips and also the charter aspect for groups and families. That sounds wonderful. At this point, um, do you want to talk about any future expansion or, or, of your services? We will be, uh, de- developing a full service by, by October. So right. then we will continue flying to Abu Dhabi. Um, so a day out in Abu Dhabi, um, is, is, is to the Louvre, to the parks, um, that will start up again in October, Excellent. as well as uh, Rasmokaima. So we'll uh, have a full service from both Jabal Ali and um, Mina Rashid, the cruise terminal, from October. Uh, meantime, we're available for um, a seat basis or yeah. a charter basis from, from Jabal Ali. Okay. And your website details, uh, Stuart? Seawings.ae. Seawings.ae. So, Stuart Wheeler, thank you very much for joining us here on the Travel Programme. Delighted, Phil. Thank you very much for having me. Stuart Wheeler there, CEO of Sea Wings. Delighted that they are now flying across the skies of the UAE. Next up, we're going to Istanbul, where we join Rolf Radka, the general manager of the Surigun Palace Kapinski Hotel. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Well, on the programme today, it's a pleasure to uh, introduce to you the General Manager, Regional Vice President of the Surigun Palace Kempinski Hotel, Mr. Ralph Becker. So, Ralph, welcome. Thank you very much for inviting me. So, let's start off with an overview of the hotel. I had the pleasure of having a tour around many, many years ago. A wonderful setting alongside the Bosphorus in the heart of Istanbul. So, that's the location, the hotel, a former palace, I believe. We have one of the, let's say, we are there. Ambassador of Turkish Hospitality, because the hotel is uh, known worldwide as Shiran Palace. It was home of three sultans uh, uh, at the time. It was the first parliament building before, unfortunately, in 1910, it burned. And it was then rebuilt and then transformed into a hotel. So that's the reason why we have two buildings today. Uh, We are the only ones who can be reached uh, by helicopter on the Bosporus. well, we are, we are some kind of uh, yeah, magical place, uh, iconic place, like the Oriental in Bangkok, the Raffles well, in Singapore, etc. Along with those, as you say, the Oriental in Bangkok, one of those iconic uh, hotels from around the world. And uh, just look, I mean, a checkered history, you just went over, and looking where you are, looking very, very elegant indeed. We are sitting here in the, uh, on the palace section. You know, the hotel has two different sections. One is the hotel side and the palace side. In the, in the historical palace. This is actually the lobby area for privileged 11 suites of, uh, of the palace. So uh, we have here, we're sitting here in the middle of the lobby actually. Okay, it's wonderful. So how many, um, how many uh, keys do you have in the two buildings? We have around uh, 330 uh, rooms. A little bit less keys because like you know, our Sultan suite has already 500 square meters and a couple of rooms, so yeah, uh, we let's we, we counted by 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 rooms. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, looking at things, I mean, uh, what is the current situation in Istanbul for receiving 
international visitors? Well, you know, uh, there are not so many flights as we had before. Uh, there are several reasons uh, for why people are not traveling. First of all, is the fear factor. Sure. People still uh, uh, say, okay, are the figures governments around the world are giving, are they correct? Is everything done to preserve my safety and hygiene, etc., etc.? So many people say, okay, let's, let's wait a little bit uh, before we travel. Uh, on the other side is uh, the legislation. You know, when you, when, you, when you go on a business trip, for example, from country A to country B, and you come there and you go 14 days in quarantine, but you only have a business trip of two days, Absolutely. and when you fly back to your country, you go another eight days in quarantine. So rather than saying there's I, two aspects, there's legislation in terms of quarantine, things like that, and also people, as you say, an element of fear. Now, you can have a, an effect on that by ensuring that the hotel is safe and reassure people that by staying at the, the palace, they will be looked after in a very safe, hygiene way. So you've teamed up with safe hotels. What have they implemented? What are the protocols in place? Well, you know, for the, first of all, we, there's three things. We follow the local legislation, which is a, which is a must. Sure. Then we have the white glove service from Kempinski, which indicates you the way how we have still uh, to provide a luxury experience to our customers. Once again, I would like to repeat this. We are not a hospital. We are a luxury hotel. Sure. And we want to give this luxury experience to our customers. And the third thing is we, we wanted to make sure that also international-wise, uh, the, the, the efforts we have done to prevent uh, uh, any uh, problems in terms of hygiene, etc., uh, we wanted to have an international certificate. And since we have already worked with safe hotels before yeah. uh, concerning the safety globally, that means how do we uh, uh, organize uh, to, uh, to be in a safe environment, which was not so much uh, concentrated on hygiene and the, and the COVID-19 uh, virus. So we said that was a good combination uh, since we had a good experience with them. Uh, to uh, ask them their advice and their expertise. Okay. I saw some photographs recently of you and your team regarding the white gloves. I think you were down by the uh, swimming pool, which looked wonderful. The whole team looked very elegant with their white gloves and uh, very nice uh, face coverings as well. Yeah, we have a safe account and we have also, like you have maybe seen on the photo, we make a, we, we make a rosette here. Because for me, it was everything is covered and, yeah, sure. you know, you cannot see the smile. The smile is one of the most important things in our business. We are communicating with the eyes and the smile. So what we try to do is how can we transmit our smile, our welcome to our guests in another way. And so we took from all the staff a photograph and we put the rosette here where they are really smiling so that people can see who is behind the mask? Well, that's a great idea, which I, I'm sure will be adopted by other hotels and organizations around the globe, taking the photograph, as you say, of the staff member putting the rosette in place of their actual smile. And as you say, the smile is so important in hospitality and other service industries. So we're losing out on that smile at the moment. But that's a great I, I just want to go on to your location because you're alongside the Bosphorus and the setting there. Oh, what about uh, the city of Istanbul itself? Is it um, open as sort of normal, but people having to wear face masks and social distancing? Are cafes, restaurants, shops open? 
Yeah, well, there's, there's, a, there's another discipline, but, you know, in every country you have some people who uh, think they, uh, they are uh, immune. Eh? Like, uh, like uh, for example, you read in the news uh, in America where leaders even don't uh, put their mask on. So, uh, I think uh, here, this, no, the leaders that take their mask on and they make a good example and so forth, uh, concerning our hotel, we, advise, we give the mask for the ones who come from outside for a okay. coffee and drink. Yeah, yeah. We give them a mask and we advise them uh, to wear the mask. And unfortunately, if you have people who are resisting to the mask, we ask them to leave the hotel. Because what is the most important thing is the safety of the people who work here and the other guests. And it's a question of respect. And uh, that's uh, the most important thing for us. In Istanbul itself, the shops have opened little by little. Shopping malls are not as crowded as they are before. But for a tourist, I would say it's the best time. Because otherwise, if you want to visit Gondobacha Palace, for example, or Topkapi, you wait there for one hour to get the ticket. Now today, <laughs> uh, you go directly inside. You don't need to wait. So all your time you spend uh, yeah. is... Uh, uh, you go around that normal. I mean, yeah, it's not like before. And the Grand Bazaar. So, as you say, one big advantage. Travel to Istanbul now. You won't have to queue up to go into all those uh, wonderful uh, attractions of a fascinating city. And, uh, and of course, you know, if you're going to go to Istanbul, get to the uh, Surigan Palace uh, Kapinski because uh, it's a place not to be missed. So, Ralph. Thank you very much indeed for joining us and give us an overview. I would like to add something, if you don't mind. I just want to quickly add something. You know, we are a very safe place. As long as uh, everybody takes uh, takes the mask, follows the rules, it is not a Shiran rule, it is a government rule, and we have to respect it. And uh, we were open, we didn't close the hotel. The hotel, the luxury hotels around us, they're all closed. We were permanently open. Always open to uh, to welcome our stranded guests from the other hotels oh, and pamper uh, them. And you see, I'm 365 days a year, nearly in the hotel. Ralph, thank you very much indeed for joining us, and uh, you stay safe, you stay well, and uh, thank you for your time. Thank you very much for inviting me. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and interviews. Thank you to Ralph for joining us here on Travel Wise, the podcast taking a look at uh, tourism news across the UAE and beyond. And next week, our interview special will be, well, someone who's had the, um, well, hardship of staying, being stranded in the heart of the Indian Ocean, catching up with a general manager who's been stranded in a hotel with his team for several, several months. We'll find out how they pass the time and how he motivated his team for their duration in Paradise. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and interviews. Travel Wise is a Phil Blizzard radio production. Email me at philblizzardmedia at gmail.com. A Phil Blizzard radio production. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and, and interviews. interviews.